We're going to talk to Damon Heward coming up here momentarily. Stay tuned. He is the color analyst for the Washington's, uh, Washington Bro- Huskies broadcast. And, of course, a uh, great quarterback in his own right. And we discovered uh, that uh, this is going to be his final year of doing it. Uh, Austin, I guess he's got a uh, – his son is an upcoming quarterback and is committed to uh, to Washington. So, And he's a sophomore in high school now? I he? think, uh, yeah, that's what Austin was saying. His me, son's the number one pro-style quarterback and number seven overall quarterback in his class, according to 247 Sports, 24-7 Sports. So how would you like to be the uh, a broadcaster – who had to comment on your own son's performance? He couldn't do it. Good for I'm I'm good for him. That's a great reason to to go search for another gig. Because what are you going to do? Like, well, that bozo's really playing <laughs> like crap out there. Like, you can't. wait till he gets home tonight. You can't. I'm uh, going to give him the what for. You can't. If he do lives that. at home, I don't know if he does. Well, and plus, he'd probably be way too emotionally invested in the game to do, you know, his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a throw! Yeah, all right. Well, a lot of those guys are sort of that way anyway. I don't know. If they are, know. but it, it, I mean, it's like the time that we got uh, McKelly Wesley a uh, uh, press pass for the WAC tournament down in <laughs> Vegas when his brother was playing for the Aggies. <laughs> he almost got in a fist fight on, on press row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a combustible mix. Huh? I got a I got a very angry phone call from uh, the <laughs> whack PR person. <laughs> he said, "Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry about that." You know, <laughs> familial ties. Yeah, McKelly just just called and he said, uh, "Hey, I'd like to go to the game. You think you get me credentialed?" Without thinking, I just said, "Sure." <laughs> Big mistake there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with the new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, the color analyst for the Washington Husky broadcast. He is Damon Heward. Hi, Damon. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Congratulations on having an aspiring uh, quarterback for his son. Sounds like he's got a lot of talent. <laughs> Well, you know, it's uh, he's a good kid. He works hard. He loves the game. He's got a long way to go, but we'll see where it takes him. Let's say uh, Oregon called him up and said, we'd like to <laughs> offer you a scholarship. Your, your advice would be? Uh, no chance. <laughs> yeah. Nope, 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 nope. No ducks in my house. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of thought that might so be your that, response. So yeah. In other words, you'd be kicked out of the house. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. It would not be my son. Uh, well, no. thanks for jumping on with us, Damon. We really appreciate it. Uh, tell us a little bit about this year's version of the Huskies. I know they turned over a lot of talent, but still have those high expectations. Yeah, you know, obviously two and one here. We had a couple of really impressive wins week one and last week versus Hawaii. But week two, you know, obviously the stumble against Cal and that was upsetting. Certainly, a lot of Husky fans are you know aren't too excited about losing that game at home. But God, it was such a weird night, and you hate to make excuses, but that place was just rocking. And then we had, you know, a two-hour and 40-minute delay, and there's 15,000 people left in the stadium. And, and give Cal lots of credit. I mean, both teams had to deal with the adversity, and, and they certainly answered the bell and, and uh, just stymied us on offense there in the second half and, and made the plays they had to down the stretch to win the game. So a tough loss, but a good Cal team with a great secondary defense, you know, one of the best uh, that we'll face all year. 
but uh, certainly losing that game hurt. But I love the way they bounced back last week against Hawaii, did what they were supposed to do, put up a bunch of points and and uh, shut out a Hawaii team that, uh, you know, um, you know, beat Arizona and Oregon State, two other Pac-12 teams. So uh, hopefully got that confidence back. And as we know, got to head down your way and play a tough game there in uh, Provo. Tell us a little bit about Jacob Eason. Uh, what, what what do you think of him? What do you make of his game? Yeah, he's he's a talent. I mean, you're going to see this kid throw a football in the arm strength that he has. I I, I can't ever remember a Husky quarterback with the um, the arm talent that Jacob uh, possesses. He can really throw it, throw it a long way, throw it hard. Um, very very talented kid, um, and he's been solid. I mean, very. Very accurate. You know, he's completing nearly seventy percent of his passes and seven touchdowns, only one interception. So, you know, he's played really well. And hopefully he's just gonna continue to gain confidence and get more and more comfortable in the system and uh play well in all these big games that lie ahead. So uh Damon, he was a he was a local kid, right? And then he went to Georgia Correct. and he got hurt down there. What brought him back? Well, you know, I, I, I certainly remember the recruiting process with him here. You know, Jake Browning was just uh, had a, a, a solid freshman year, and, and I think um, Jake was Brown or Jake's uh, Eason was looking for. Sorry, we've had a lot of Jakes here at quarterback. <laughs> um, Jake uh, Eason was kind of looking for an opportunity to start as a freshman, and on paper, it didn't look great here with Browning and the success that he had had as a true freshman quarterback. And, and so, anyway, uh, he went off to Georgia. And, Started as a true freshman, and, and in his second year as a sophomore, got hurt week one, and Jake Fromm kind of took over, and the rest was history. So I think coming back home was uh, an option. Uh, certainly he liked us in that recruiting process. Obviously the hometown team, we'd won a bunch of games. Coach Peterson, uh, the style of offense that we run. And so it was just the right fit, and we're certainly uh, grateful that uh, he decided to come back home and play for the Dogs. His backup is Jake, too, right, Jacob? Yep, uh, Jacob Sermon. And we had Jacob uh, Hainer transfer. Uh, next up is Jake from State Farm. We got all the Jakes. <laughs> Damon Ewart is with us here on the big show. And, Damon, obviously um, we're very familiar with Coach Pete around here. Even before he got to Washington, his Boise State teams were given Utah and BYU fits over the years. And he's he's done a tremendous job at Washington Put your finger on it for us. What makes him so good? Yeah, he's just a genuine leader of men. You know, he creates this culture, this environment. You know, he just he, he just gets it, and he has his a pulse on everything. He's just super smart, super bright, um, and just believable. You know, and I think everybody buys in. Uh, obviously, we've had incredible continuity on our staff with his assistance and um you know in the recruiting process he's a he's a coach that you would want your son to play for and i think the families buy into that and see that that it's real that it's more than just football and uh and more than anything i think if you know these kids his philosophy is these kids have their house in order you know football is just going to take care of itself so there's really a huge focus on life outside of football, obviously the school and grades and making sure you got that dialed in and then, you know, talking about the social life and and the pressures and all those things that go with that, Uh, being a college kid, playing big time football. He just, he just gets the big picture and it's just unbelievable how, you know, football just kind of wins and takes care of itself when, when everything else is in order. 
Damon, RJ here pointed out earlier that uh, there has been some turnover there as far as uh, starters go and whatnot. Uh, I think two returning starters on offense and seven on defense. But I read somewhere, but that's somewhat deceiving because a lot of the guys who were in uh, who were twos a year ago had got a lot of action. Yeah, that's one uh, philosophy of Coach Peterson, and especially Jimmy Lake on on our defensive side of the ball, is that young guys play, and not just at the end of games when you're in control, but meaningful snaps when it's the heat of the battle. The third series of the game, you'll see our twos in there on defense, and it's to get those guys that experience in those moments for that very reason. When it's your turn to be a starter, you're going to play and bit in there. And as we know, this thing is a marathon. It's never a sprint. And so just to have that depth, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's really been crucial, I think, to the success of our defense and of our overall program, just getting different guys in there, getting them reps and, and opportunities to play. So when it is their turn to play, they're ready to roll. I also read that of the 106 players on the roster, 55 are freshmen or redshirt freshmen. That's remarkable, yeah. man. That that tells me that uh, in another with a little bit more seasoning, uh, Washington's <laughs> going to be in really good shape. Yeah, you know uh, that number does come out there, and I see that. You know, what's funny is if you if you look at every college in America, they actually have a lot more freshmen and redshirt freshmen, especially with the 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 ruling last year where guys could play in in four games and still keep their redshirt. So you know. I, is it an overwhelmingly alarming number now? And, and you'd be surprised at how many teams in America where you do see the majority of underclassmen. There's just natural attrition. There's guys that lead to the NFL. And, and, and it's funny, but it really leans toward a younger end of your program with, with a lot of colleges across the country, in all honesty. Damon Heward with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Damon, you mentioned the cow loss earlier. What is uh, Coach Wilcox doing that he's got uh, Washington's number a little bit? Well, he's a heck of a football coach. There's no doubt about it. Peter Sermon there, and Marcus Tuiasa Sopo, and a lot of guys that we have a lot of familiarity with that either coached here or coached with our guys on our staff. And so, yeah, I give them lots of credit. We do a lot very similar stuff on defense. This cover three match stuff that really becomes man coverage based on route combinations of different things. Very similar. I give them a lot of credit for the, their blitz package that game versus us. They had our snap count timed up. I mean, it was – and they dialed up the right blitzes at the right time. and They did a heck of a job. Um, and you're right, it's two years in a row now. So uh, it's certainly been a tough matchup for us. But those those guys on that defense are all seniors. And, and that secondary, it, you know, it is one of the best in the country. Uh, five guys back from a, a team that last year led the nation interceptions of 21. So it, uh, it it's it's – you know, you guys got a solid defense down there, too, but that Cal defense, and it's it's probably the best in the Pac-12. What do you make of what BYU did against USC with that air raid offense? They didn't really uh, make any extra or commit any extra resources to uh, pressure Slovis, the quarterback. They dropped guys back into coverage, and with your experience as a quarterback, how difficult is it when you got eight guys back there? Yeah, it can be difficult for sure. You just you got to take what the defense gives you. You know, you got to throw it out in the flat or on that swing route and hope that a, a running back in space can break a tackle and get four or five yards. And 
you know, um, but yeah, you guys did a great job, you know, bottling USC up. I think, you know, there was times they moved the ball a little bit, but you got the crucial turnovers and, um, you know, and then you were tough in the red zone. So, um, yeah, it's a, that's a solid defense you guys have out there. And certainly, you know, you get, uh, I'm going to say his first name wrong, but is it, is it just Chris Tonga? Is that how you say his name? Kyrus you know, Tonga. Little funny. Yeah. Kyrus, yeah. Kyrus Tonga. Mm-hmm. Kyrus, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just having him with a three-man rush, he's got to move the pile of nose tackle. That guy, that guy is a load. And so, um, you know, and then the back end of that defense, you know, a lot, a lot of experience, a lot of seniors back there. So, it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting matchup. Well, Damon, we appreciate you jumping on with us, and uh, look forward to seeing you down in Provo on Saturday. Okay, thanks, Jake Gordon. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. You too, Damon. Thank you very much. Damon Heward, color analyst for the Washington Husky broadcast. Are you ready to suit up uh, with the Cougars? Uh, what, what do you mean? No, I'm not going to be playing. No, he kept saying, you guys. Oh, I see. <laughs> I thought you were saying, we'll see you in Provo. We should have asked him about Go the, Cougars! We should have asked him about the Utes, too, because, I mean, it could come down to those two teams again. Go Utes! Well, we might just have to have him back on then, Gordon. <laughs> Go Lobos! <laughs> I thought he was a pretty terrific guest. No, well, he was. I'd love to have Damon on sure. anytime. And before Washington plays Utah, we're going to have to invite him back on the show. Indeed. If you were a quarterback, would you? which would you prefer to have? More time to throw and smaller windows to throw into? Or would you rather uh, dance around the pressure and hope someone springs free in the meantime? Well, me? Yeah, if you were the quarterback. Yeah, give me, give me the time. I don't want to get a hit. <laughs> Yeah, but you might be elusive. Uh, me? <laughs> Maybe once. Wait a minute. So you you would rather have to be extremely, extraordinarily accurate than mobile. Is my uniform clean? <laughs> That's all you care about? Yeah, right. Am I coming out of the game intact? <laughs> well, yeah, give okay. me that one. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, what about you? You want to peel yourself up off the turf every play? Does that sound fun? <laughs> it just seems like, you know, obviously you have to make your decisions quicker when someone's barreling down on you. But if, if there are blitzes coming, then somebody's open. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And you'd see that and, somebody. And, and, and if you don't see that somebody, then you get your face planted into the turf. Odds are you get planted either way. <laughs> So you want to throw into those tiny little windows. Yep. Let me stand back there all day. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.